You might think it's a sure sign that the COVID-19 crisis is almost over when the South Coast Plaza, the $3 billion Taj Mahal of shopping centers, opens back up after three months of lockdown. In fact, California is officially in stage three on its resilience roadmap, with gyms, bars, hotels, museums, and even schools allowed to reopen. And next month, even Disneyland will reopen in time to celebrate its 65th anniversary. Hi, I'm Amy Grant of the ABO organization. However, the road back to normal certainly hasn't been a smooth one. After contentious three weeks of mask wars, including the Orange County Health Officer, Dr. Nicole Quick, receiving death threats from mask protesters who showed up in her front yard, Governor Gavin Newsom has finally made it mandatory for all Californians to wear masks in shops, at work, and outside if they're within six feet of another person. Looking back, while March 19th in many ways seems years ago, that was the day Governor Newsom predicted that 56% of Californians, 25 and a half million people, could be infected with coronavirus in eight weeks if no efforts were made to control the spread of the disease. So we all made the colossal effort to control COVID by not just flattening, but crushing the curve, largely by sheltering in place. So now, nearly 14 weeks later, only 178,567 COVID cases have been reported in California. And while losing even one Californian is a tragedy, if 3% of 25.5 million people had died, we would have already lost 765,000, not 5,518. So everything we've done so far to flatten the curve has worked. Yet beyond being able to go outside to shop and play, the big questions for the nation's employers particularly those like most ABL members whose employees work in an office, is when can we go back to work in the office, or should we? Technically, office workers could have started returning to their office in stage two, offices where working remotely is impossible but can be modified to make the environment safer for employees. But even in stage three, employees of most office-based businesses are still strongly encouraged to telework until we enter stage four, the official end of the stay-at-home order. And for the employees, some feel like they've been on a three-month staycation and have thoroughly enjoyed the flexibility and minimal commuting that have accompanied WFH. And they want it to continue forever. Others are genuinely fearful of returning to their offices. In fact, the Wall Street Journal reported on June 22nd that even though New York City officially allowed companies to reopen their offices on Monday, New York real estate brokers and landlords say they anticipate only 10 to 20% of Manhattan's office workers would return on the 22nd, with that figure expected to increase gradually through the summer. Plus, there's the grading matter of all that expensive, empty office space just collecting dust. Jack Dorsey, who famously told his Twitter and Square employees that they could work from home indefinitely, has already made 50,000 square feet on two floors at 1495 Market Street available for sublease. In fact, according to the San Francisco Business Times, sublease space represents 40% of the space available in the city, a harbinger of rental decreases and concessions to come. So how does a California-based office get back to work? First, go to covid19.ca.gov, download and read COVID-19 industry guidance, Office Workspaces, published by the California Department of Public Health and CalOSHA. It will provide you with recommendations for a worksite-specific plan, topics and resource links for employee training, individual control measures, and screening, cleaning and disinfecting protocols, and physical distancing guidelines. After you've read those seven pages, print out three-page CalOSHA COVID 
general checklist for office workspaces, which breaks down the topic in the longer document into 35 checkboxes. Some of them are relatively easy to check off, like the first one, the person or persons responsible for implementing the plan, or strongly recommend cloth face covers. Others, like implement measures to physically separate workers by at least six feet using measures such as physical partitions or visual cues such as floor markings, colored tape, or signs to indicate where workers should stand, particularly in elevators, or reconfigure office spaces, cubicles, etc., and decrease maximum capacity for conference and meeting areas. Those take more time and a lot more energy. And once all that is done, you'll deserve to spend a day in the happiest place on earth. No doubt, wearing a mask, and adequately social distancing. Enjoy.